2: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Listen at Breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
3: He never gives up till stay till the bike one. GI Joe will Dare. GI Joe. Everybody, and welcome back to Knowing It's Half the Podcast, episode 29. It's time for the show to begin. You realize,
0: of course, that it's not episode 29 because we did well, the Christmas
3: that episode. That was a bonus episode, and oh. we're keeping so of course, the timeline
0: All Chan. the Know Your Joes, those are all, I mean, that yeah. f- pretty much doubles the number of episodes. Well, the name so
1: of so the episode. For us, so for us, yes. this is our 30th episode. We've done
3: nearly 60 episodes. <laughs> We've done a lot of episodes, guys.
1: But in the timeline of the show, it's episode 29. The Viper is coming, coming by.
3: David, David Karen.
1: Carradine.
3: David Karen, He's not David, 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 David Karen, not David Karen. Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. He wrote
1: an episode of GI Joe.
3: <laughs> uh, what else did David Karen write? Uh, do we have we looked that up at all? Nope. Oh, Gina just likes finding the name and then dropping it off on well, Chan's it, be- Wikipedia <laughs> skills.
1: <laughs> I I feel like you know maybe maybe we'll get to another buzz episode and then I'll get excited.
3: I, I'll be very excited so we get to a buzz episode. But until then, I am Race to Canis. I'm
1: Gina Belito, and we are
3: joined here by special guest Calder Holbrook you sure? I think. Okay, great. Uh, he was with us for the last Know Your Joe. and We talked about Airtight and, and all that goodness. And we're talking about wipers. I mean, Vipers. Spoiler alert, everybody. Oh, Let's just get it out
0: of the way.
1: If you, didn't know, if you didn't know from if the you, title. Yeah,
0: if you've never gone to camp. Yeah. Uh, if you've never purchased a children's joke book.
1: Uh-huh. Or a children's scary stories book. Or a children's oh. popsicle. It, that, or a it was child off
3: the black market.
1: Yep.
2: What? That's, what? That's the lowest way to steal
0: a child is off the black market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do it, do it yourself, for heaven's sake.
3: Get your hands Do it dirty. in a playground like your neighbors and family uh, members have for generations. Okay, hold on, uh, because <laughs> yes. I did do a quick check, and you know what? What's that? It
0: makes perfect sense Uh-oh. that David Karen is the writer of... Of The Viper is Coming, because you know what else he did? Uh, Deadpool. Another one, another... another uh, pun-based... Another, what do you call that, high... Mm -hmm. Highbrow comedy? No, another high-concept piece. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Known as Battle for the Train of Gold.
3: Oh! Oh, Okay, so he also wrote Battle for the Train of Gold. Wait, why does
1: that make sense that he wrote this one, then? Because Because that
3: episode is also very silly. That's what the Fort
1: Knox Ah. and the backdoor cave was strange. He
0: started out and said, I want to do... G.I. Joe uh, doing a train robbery, and this one right. is like, I want to do G.I. Joe doing a fourth grader's <laughs> joke.
3: Do you know what's great about this though? And in the same episode for both, um, great action scenes, lots of good and varied action scenes. I think from both episodes,
1: this episode was good, that. except that you like like <laughs> except that you knew exactly what was happening.
3: Well. If you've seen it before, you would know.
1: No, if you if you are a smart person
4: listen, who has heard as this. a
3: dumb eight year old kid, I can remember having no idea and being an absolute rapt anticipation for the last to minute of this episode to seeing who the viper wow. was wow. and when. And we'll get there. No spoilers, everybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we are, we are. I'm sure you're watching this in real time with our analysis.
1: But I was on board from the second this episode opened because we we get to see the sweetest, sweetest party. Oh. It's
3: the best yeah. party ever. ever. I, I was joking earlier. This <laughs> opening scene of this episode, we could talk for a half an hour it's just insane. about this. There's a lot to unpack here.
1: Scarlet at some point says she hopes that the, the uh that the place is still standing after the party, as if it's like some sort of rager. And then she looks around and there's like two people dancing. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh boy, I hope it's still standing.
0: However, uh, pretty quickly then, yeah, we realize yeah, it right. devolves she's into right. madness and chaos. <laughs> like, she's
1: actually right. For I example, was
3: wrong. there is a basketball court inside the house. Now, right? for, for the record, for those keeping track at home, barbecue, the firefighter slash flamethrower guy. I was a little unclear on that. Uh, <laughs> he does both somehow. He fights yeah. the fires and creates them. Yeah. Uh, he has renovated and bought an entire firehouse yep. that he's turned into a G.I. Joe bachelor pad mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like swinging place a chill zone you yes. know and so yes he has now included half of it's now <laughs> a basketball court Mm-hmm. where Roadblock is playing five guys yep. at once.
1: And, uh, but five white also, dudes. Because, five white dudes. But the very first thing is that barbecue is indoor grilling. He's indoor
4: grilling. That's like, the in second
1: a fi- thing. In a firehouse. Yes. In a firehouse, he has open flames. Uh, carbon indoor, carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> indoor grilling. And at some mm-hmm. point, he gives Scarlett a hamburger that is still on fire. It's
3: still on fire. It's his flame burger. Can, can,
1: he's can, he's can, just like, here you go. Eat this.
2: Can I say that did anyone see there was like magical sparkling coming off that burger? Yes.
1: Oh, he, it, w- he it was LSD. magical juice That's <laughs> he <LSD'd seasoning> up <laughs> that burger.
3: <laughs> well, there's a superpower for you right there. I want to make magic burgers. Uh yeah, so he gives it to her. It's so hot, she can't even touch the plate that the burger is touching mm-hmm. without throwing it into the punch bowl. That was yeah. a
1: dick move on his part. Like I would be like, all right, now give me a real burger. I'm freaking starving.
3: I think it was a dick move on her part. She's wearing gloves. <laughs> she she's only touching the plate, and the burger is apparently so hot she has to ruin two dishes with it. Well, I mean, what kind of person spikes the punch with burgers? <laughs> burgers. <laughs> That sounds like a whimsical Calder thing from like high school like graduation party or something. Like a jughead slash wimpy move. I appreciate that. So uh, let's see here. So, oh, also, there's a dance party happening, as you alluded to earlier. Dance, which So
1: th- With three Ooh. people. Three of the least likely people you would expect. Well, one of Eyes. them I would
3: expect. Snake Eyes is, is the breakdancing
0: ninja master. I guess that's
1: true. I guess we have seen him dance before. Although
0: but, he has apparently lost that skill and can only just move his arms <laughs> in a kind of anything. pointy gesture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll tell
2: you what I really assumed they were going to have happen there was it was going to be the thing where... Multiple people assume Snake Eyes is doing an avant-garde dance, but it turns out like he's got some kind of itch on his back he's trying to get to. It did feel that way,
3: right?
1: I don't know why it was right. It had to be right next to the basketball court. Right next to the basketball court and Separate the grill. Separate that crap. Yeah. Well, it was a little <laughs> bit further away from the grill, but everyone at the party decides to do everything in one place. It's like let's play basketball here, one foot away. We'll have a dance party, and then two feet <laughs> above us, we'll have people going mountain climbing. That is
3: correct. Yes. Well, what I appreciated about the dancing is we had gung ho and Lady J of all combinations of that people. That gung
1: ho dance. Getting
3: down. Oh
4: my god. Oh S- somebody my animate that GIF. God. Talk Bravo.
3: about a gung ho down. <laughs> What, oh, jeez. What I appreciate
0: is the fact that. Did you snake- write. Hold on. Did you write that down? Did you
3: write that down?
4: No, I did not. Uh, <laughs> that, is that written on that it piece is of not. paper you wrote? It jub- is not. <laughs> uh. What
3: I liked is that Snake Eyes is dancing with the record in his hand. Yes. That is, either he's excited to put it on next and he just doesn't want to put it down, mm. or he's like incorporated it into his moves, or, uh, or maybe that's the record they're listening to and he's
0: were, using magic. There were no MP3 players back then, Ray. You had to put a record onto the
3: record.
1: Player, I get that, but you didn't have to
3: dance with it
1: in he your hands to make sure. That's how he claims next spot. That's oh, is that right? It's like spot. putting
3: a quarter down at the pool yeah, table? Yeah, he's
1: like, I, this This record is going on next. I will <laughs> dance to the previous songs until my song gets to go next.
3: It's like old school digital jukebox. You know, it's <laughs> cutting in line. I'm going to put in five bucks so that uh, It's Raining Men can be put on next. Hallelujah. It's
1: a solid choice. That
3: record's going to be jacked up, though. Well, you figure, yeah, he's holding it in his hands and just he's just jumping around with it. And yes, and as mentioned before, Alpine and Footloose have decided to tie around a balcony and crawl down. This is Dick move of the century, right?
1: Have we seen Footloose before? Do we know Footloose? I was about to
3: ask that myself. Uh, we have. We, he's been in the background before. We have not had any ex- Footloose becomes a bigger character the deeper you go okay. in GI Joe, but he's a, 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 a kind of a stoner dude.
1: Why is his name Footloose? This was clearly after the movie Footloose came out.
0: Uh, I, I will right. double check on that one. But I will say that the fact um, uh, this is a thing that uh, if you've ever 1984 is footloose. So it's afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um Although he wasn't dancing, which doesn't make any sense if you're going to call. That's it what I'm saying. He uh, should
1: have been on that dance. But but no. fact,
0: here's, here's what I'm going to say is there's a, there are two
2: sides to the footloose. There's the want to dance, and there's the don't want to let him
0: dance.
4: Oh, okay. Well, but then,
0: then he should be called John Lithgow. Yeah, they should be. Hey, John Lithgow, yeah. want to learn how
3: to climb?
1: I will say, footloose, like refers to the fact that you are footloose and fancy free about Correct. dancing. Mm-hmm. So he should have been dancing.
3: The whole deal with footloose, though, is he is like rock and roll. He's a giant stoner. He takes the he takes the stoner character rock and roll starts getting retired at this point and we bring in Footloose to take Aww. that job, take that role. Oh, and why so he,
0: did the uh did uh, Rock and Roll like get a better gig? <laughs> <laughs> did he start working on uh well, stormers
3: or something? You'll find out in a future episode <laughs> of could, G.I. Joe Chan what happened to Rock and him. Roll. Oh my god. Okay. I mean I'm just saying Ominous. it's a pretty neat episode. Ominous. But I will say Ominous. And
0: Ominous too. Uh, I'm pretty sure that this is the first episode because they mention his name specifically multiple times. Right. Yeah. Over and over again, it's Footloose. It's very weird. It's after
1: the movie. How could they not make this connection?
3: It's also a good action word, though. Footloose.
1: I don't think it is. You don't think it's a good action word? I I think at this time, all I'm picturing is Kevin Bacon flying through an empty barn. Mm Mm-hmm. As he is dance to kick Cobra in the face, as he is dance raging you know,
2: on. I just think that if there's a cover girl, it's only fair that there be a male counterpart with an equally lousy
3: kind of name. You know, they
1: all have equally lousy names.
3: How dare you, Gina? <laughs> How dare you? I was so we having we this conversation before, and it was a uh, uh, you just pick an action word that's sort of related to whatever their job is. Right. right. So you have shipwreck, yeah. you have roadblock, you mm-hmm. have footloose, mm-hmm. airtight. Like Whose these job, are all like his what job is, was what to kick footloose? off
0: his. His job is to kick off his Sunday shoes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or to pull pull people off of
3: their knees.
1: Or, all right, or we, to or uh, to cut everybody. Yeah. We yeah. we could talk. We could, as we said, talk about this scene for hours. But...
3: And I want to. But
1: we need to move on. Well,
3: but one more thing. A couple more things happen in this oh, scene. yeah. Before we can move on, Gina, let's just move on to part two of this scene.
1: Someone going face first through glass? Yeah, I'm talking about Roadblock
3: <laughs> playing basketball. He just decides the defense is too strong, so he starts <laughs> slapping them in the face with the basketball, knocking people concussed. <laughs> he, yeah. needs and, to, he needs to get teed up. Well, this is what I didn't understand, this because he, he, he's right next to the hoop.
1: And then he turns away And he from turns it. away
3: from it and goes towards a second magic hoop that just suddenly appeared in the room. Some yeah. magic stranger reaches out with his foot and trips him. We don't know who it, I assumed it was like going to be Flint or somebody no. being, no, it's just Rando foot from the magic dimension a roadblock trips over it falls through a plate glass window face first face first and no one cares barbecue just starts laughing
1: at him he he breaks the glass with his face
3: I mean doesn't just break it he shatters it and there are jagged edges he
1: everywhere be, he would be the next episode we see him he is going to be blind he's
3: gonna look like dark man in the very he, next episode
0: barbecue says totally guess blind. I won't be needing that window cleaned also I don't have to
3: make him a oh! hamburger
1: because oh, he's yeah. dead. I because did not pick dead. up on. Yes. Guess I won't be needing that window For
3: Shadowing.
1: Oh. Ba, 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 Foreshadowing. I'm mad at myself for not noticing that. But then Roadblock, of course,
3: reaches forward through the window and makes the basket. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, that's just, how it works.
3: He, just puts his arm over there, over the jagged glass shards. Yes, he does. And then he and he hits it from behind the rim. <laughs> with the layup. To magic second basket with magic foot. And then um, the guy's, uh, weirdly enough, climbing off the mantle <laughs> of the balcony with two grown men's body weight. Not appropriate enough for an old wooden uh banister because they collapse it and land on the snacks table why were they climbing down on top of the snacks table to begin with i guess is my question this
1: this it it seems like what happened right before this party started is they all did a lot of drugs <laughs> and then uh, and then just all hell broke loose cuz every decision they're making is a poor one
3: it's like everyone's drunk right this is like
1: it's it goes beyond drunk like i i feel like they did what's that drug that people do bath salts that make them <laughs> eat each other's faces off i feel like they did a bunch of bath salts and then and then like, barbecue is like, I'm going to light this food on fire and make her fucking eat it. <laughs> and then, like, and, and then, you know, what's his name? Gung Ho is, is like, I'm just going to beat the shit out of these guys that are trying to play me in basketball. Oh, that was Roadblock. Roadblock. Yeah. Then the then the other Gung Ho's dancing with Lady J like, as
3: if he's straight. I mean, the whole thing is messed up.
1: It's, it's all crazy. It's all bath salts.
3: It's all bath salts. Okay, so in the middle of all this organized chaos, the phone rings. Hold on. Go on.
4: <laughs> My party is a success.
1: Hello, Mr. Barbecue. This is the Viper. The Viper? I couldn't have heard you right. What'd you say? The
4: Viper is coming. Five seventy-five. <laughs>
3: Five seventy-five. I have so many problems with this. Oh, Gina, I can't think of a single one. Well so. b-
0: first off, before we start that, I just—I <laughs> I don't think we have addressed the fact. That uh, barbecue is clearly a Kennedy.
1: Well, oh, why he's does straight he talk up like he's from the 1920s. Is what I <laughs> want. He's to just talking like uh, everyone I from Boston. Also, all right. So, so first off, is his his weird accent. Second of all, so when he like sets up. A house cleaning he he uses mr barbecue mr barbecue yes that's that's the name he gives them they don't need a real name that he Um, has a credit card under
0: obviously uh barbecue is deep undercover like any good superhero (laughs) well
1: i
3: would say right now if you remember alpine has the gi joe credit card the american (laughs) express card with his code name on it so why would barbecue not also have that card
1: also the viper refers to himself in the third person
3: which (laughs) no one thinks is weird you don't ever say Guys, just to let you know, for recording tonight, uh, Gina Ippolito <laughs> will be joining you. Well, no, I mean, no. The like, Gina Ippolito.
0: This is the janitor I'm coming to clean up house. That's I, I guess that's
1: true. I guess that's true. Look, he yeah. refers to
3: himself as the Viper?
1: Yeah, I guess I guess I mean, that makes sense.
0: Granted, uh, the handyman. You, would, you would say a window washer. You wouldn't, like, yeah, I wipe. Okay, you. guys, spoiler it's alert. The, this out, is the wiper out, I'm coming to wipe your ass.
3: This is the window wiper. <laughs> That's the joke of the episode, everybody. Immediately after
0: this, <laughs>
3: once the whole
0: call hangs up in all caps, I wrote, wait, is this the old joke? Uh, <laughs> question mark, exclamation point. That was the point I realized,
3: oh, no, this is actually that joke.
1: Oh, I- as soon as he called, I realized that. And then I said, please let it not be that. <laughs>
3: Please, oh please, let it not be what I think is.
1: But here's the thing. They so I had a lot of problems with the phone call. Also, who (laughs) says five seventy five when like they they mean like they they mean my rate is five dollars and seventy five cents an hour? Like five. And and also his tone is the most threatening tone I have ever heard in my life.
0: Okay, I will say this. If barbecue called the service and said, Hey, Uh I need someone to wash my windows. Uh could you just give me the rate um yeah, and just call right. me back Thank you. And I'll then suspend
1: can sh- my disbelief for a moment, Chan. <laughs> so then they hang up, and then they well, make wait, a but, lot of assumptions. They do.
3: But before that, I would say he's clearly an immigrant from Eastern Europe. Yes. And everything that those people say <laughs> sounds threatening. So when you talk about an ominous tone on the phone, obviously you've never had relatives from that part of the country ever talk to you.
1: This is the viper. That's
0: 100% what it feels it's like. Probably the Baroness's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. younger, younger, right. older uh, uncle or something.
1: And he and, and then barbecue, we didn't have time to be like, Huh? What's that you say? The Viper? What's that mean? What's that mean, Sonny? What are you talking about? The, the, the Viper, 575. Give me some more information here, pal.
3: I remember saying the Viper on Vaudeville. <laughs> <laughs> Calder, what, what do you make of the Viper? I, my, my big
2: question is just that, like, this is the first barbecue has spoken to him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. It's a new place. He's got to get yeah. all new staff. Good,
1: good rates, good rates. 575 an hour that's even a, for the 80s. It's a good rate.
0: I don't know about that. It's really? going to take a lot of hours on that place though.
1: Yeah, that's true. A lot of windows. Wait. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? He actually probably going to have to get scaffolding for some of those outdoor ones. Still, like, yeah. I'm not yeah. like
1: it's just him. It's
3: just that guy. It's that guy with one bucket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to do he's going to have to make a lot of stops.
3: I'll just say uh one fewer window now.
1: That's true. I mean, to be Mm -hmm. fair.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah. So the plot is in place.
1: (laughs) And
4: now,
3: Gina, you said before, they're making a lot of assumptions. They
1: they immediately make so many assumptions. We could
3: go with Occam's razor in this and say, well, perhaps we just don't have all the information and it's not threatening or ominous or menacing in any way. Or we could choose to believe that this is a secret (laughs) Cobra message. Uh, and Scarlet's all over this.
1: Which how does that how does that make any sense? First of all, <laughs> Cobra's going to call them and be like, "Ooh, hoo, hoo, hee, let's let's do the secret message and see if they figure it out in time."
0: <laughs> uh, we do realize that. Cobra Commander's a 12-year-old, right? I guess that is absolutely a thing that he would okay, do. Okay,
1: okay. Again, I'll suspend the disbelief. <laughs> that that was a good point. That but was a good
4: point.
3: We've done 29 of these episodes. Never once has G.I. Joe run into a whimsical 1960s Batman villain from Cobra. Uh,
0: they have run into the Games Master. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Guys,
3: I take it all back. In fact, I'm out <laughs> of the show. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In fact, okay, I'm back. Yeah, we're starting to see that. Like, this makes a lot more sense when you okay, realize you're yeah, in the GI I guess, Joe world. It's the GI I guess Joe world. That's true.
1: Because my next question is: so, so they assume they assume maybe these are coordinates, and they go to that magic computer that sometimes has pictures of animals on the keys, and sometimes <laughs> has other things. Mm-hmm. And they just punch a lot of stuff in, and they say, "All right, let's go to these coordinates that are in Antarctica."
0: Yeah, yeah let's just go. Just just hang let's out. Let's just go. It's, it's like a I have to send everyone. And
1: then, mm. hey, coincidentally enough shit's happening at those exact coordinates well,
3: that Barbe- is barbecue's complaining about it because he's like the south pole i don't want to <laughs> go to the south pole and i'm like well barbecue nobody's making you
1: yeah that's what i was wondering <laughs> i was like why why is he could they couldn't send someone else stay home and
3: clean your firehouse we have arctic troops fireman <laughs> i mean they did call
0: his place he got a new number and uh-huh. cobra cobra uh, with quotation marks found out and and sent a message to barbecue they said to mr barbecue it's not like he can you know <laughs> divorce himself from this this is uh, yeah,
3: doesn't he need right. to be home in case they call again
0: i mean that, yeah this is before answering, uh, machine? answering machines he probably has a service let
2: me ask this is this before star six
0: nine
1: yeah, oh, way, nine when we were like work. 15 or something.
0: Uh, although I don't know why they didn't just uh, get uh, like some cops to come in to trace the call.
1: Yeah, that they're, was, again, they're the sense. government. I feel like they could have figured it out. Yeah, but but this is a lot more fun. I feel like what probably happened was they did those bath salts. They had that party, and then they were like, oh, I'm, I'm like feeling kind of fucked up. I got to get like back to my routine. And then this call comes in, and they're like, perfect. Let's use this to distract ourselves from the fact that we just ate a homeless man's face in the in the yard. Guys, <laughs> I've got
3: an alternate theory right here. What if the bath salts were so strong, this entire episode takes place within the <laughs> confines of barbecue's <laughs> drug-addled brain? Or perhaps
0: um, oxygen-deprived because of the
3: carbon dioxide. Because of the carbon dioxide in the air, everybody passes out.
1: Oh, I hope. I, oh man, I am glad that they decided to go to Antarctica. Because, so that, because I do. This is my s- favorite part of any episode ever. Okay, coming up
0: Okay, uh, should uh, we just? Can you, do you want to make a point? No, I just want to make the point that because uh, <laughs> oh, Gina's Calder? really excited for this as well. You had something to say, Calder?
2: I just like something I thought about what happens right after this is that in two ways, it's a wasted mission. One, because they are clearly drunk leaving <laughs> this party, and two, because it is a pointless mission to go on.
3: To just take your entire army and just go to a random <laughs> spot in Antarctica based on a theory? Why would that be bad idea, Carl? It caller?
1: pans out. It pans out, you guys.
3: What I want to say is yeah. it's
0: tremendously fucked up for them to do this. <laughs> This is an R and R rest and recreation. Most of those uh, cobras don't even have their uniforms on. They're in the
3: damn skivvies.
1: Oh well, before we oh, even get inside wait, the R and R facility number three, right.
3: Gina needs to take a moment here to talk about her favorite thing. Oh yeah. boy,
1: Pe- penis, uh. penis, ice rock, <laughs> <laughs> penis ice rock, you guys. So Alpine finds
3: uh, they 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 go there to the Antarctic and and shockingly find absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing Uh at all until uh Alpine finds a penis rock.
1: Clearly, the animators knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Because there is a yeah, penis-shaped yeah. rock, and then Alpine goes up to it and proceeds to jerk it off. There with is two sh- hands. Yeah. Yeah, with two hands, and then aims it at his face. There's
0: a, Yeah, there is a shot that is with him squatting down. It, the shot is facing him, and yeah. the uh, the little oh, cobra head is right in between his legs. He's holding on it with both hands and yanking up towards and, his face. And oh. he is
1: making a kind of a grimacing, uh. get ready for this face. Oh. Uh I I screen grabbed the first the first scene, which was him with two hands on the ice stick. Yes, you did, and then I saw the second one. We're
3: gonna post that,
1: right? Oh, that's that's getting me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. I rewound that so many times.
0: (laughs) So as it turns, there are plenty of places to get perfectly good, legitimate gay (laughs) porn. You don't have to go to old 80s children's cartoons for it.
3: You don't have to, but the results are worth it. (laughs) Am I the one
2: that's going to have to reference uh, Futurama, Icy Wiener?
4: Oh, Um, okay. Nice. Nice. So Uh, what you're saying
0: is that Alpine is going to get cryogenically frozen? During this episode.
3: Yeah. What I don't get about what's happening is they can't see anything until Alpine jerks off the ice Uh dick, which then opens up a platform that the Joes get in, And they go inside the base. But yet we established in the very next scene, there's a gigantic cave that leads right from the R&R number three center uh where all the cobras come pouring out of like. Is nobody looking over the horizon past the giant ice stick no. to see the giant cave from like uh, Hoth?
0: Right. Yeah. Right. If you see a giant ice stick in the middle <laughs> of the Antarctic, okay. you're not going to be looking around for caves full no. of cobras. You're
3: going to be looking at that giant ice stick. You're going to be trying to jerk off that giant
0: ice. I
1: stick. would. I'm bummed that none of them thought to take a picture with the giant. That's the first thing I would do. I'd be like, Oh my god, oh my god, get your face as close to the ice stick as you can, and I'm going to take a picture.
0: Here's the thing: if you walked, in, if you walked in here. Uh, uh, before yes. the podcast, yeah, and there was like a bouquet of those mylar balloons that say like "Happy birthday, Ray!" Sure. And, like "Thank you, Ray." Oh, was so nice was of you, a Chan. Bunch of those, right? yeah. And I'm standing over there in that corner, yeah, with my dick in my hands, balls <laughs> out, and everything, just kind of going "Hi, Ray,"
3: and smiling. Well, which what are you going to focus on, Chan? I, I know you're referencing <laughs> what happened last Tuesday, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And again, you'll remember I just stared right at the balloons and said, "Chan, put your dick away." For the record, that's what happened. But
1: the surprise was there was another dick inside all the balloons.
3: <laughs> and there was then another I, picture of me and, holding my dick. <laughs> and then I pushed the balloons aside, and there was the Xerox of Chan holding his dick. <laughs> and you know what? You win. You won that no, day. No, that's a you prank. won that day, Chan.
1: No, that's a prank. That's, I'll tell you
3: why that ice stick is there in the first place, Sam. <laughs> Why is the ice stick there, Calder?
2: Because you know, are, you, like, oh, I know. Knowing the intellect level of your average Joe, you're telling me no Joe is going to try to like like stick his tongue on the dick, like like in. Oh. You
4: know?
3: Well, as it turns out, though, the giant ice stick, which by the way, Alpine is a rock collection. Just <laughs> little piece of info. Little piece of character information. Um. Uh. Yes. It, it's a rock. switch. <laughs> it's a rock
0: collection. Yeah.
3: I got my ice dildo They're collection. All shaped another. like dicks. <laughs> But it's a switch. That's where they put the switch to get the secret compartment to go into the base. Mm -hmm. Or they just go in the giant cave over the hill. I mean, one of those two ways is definitely the way that they enter the...
1: I got to admit, this is... I would join Cobra after I saw this. <laughs> How cool is this base? I was like, oh wow. Like there's there that swimming pool's real nice. They got entertainment.
0: Volleyball, table tennis. There
1: is so much. The only thing I don't like is I feel bad that they have to wear their masks during that because you know there's a steam room. They do. They and wear their masks in the pool. Yeah. When you're in that steam room, your face has got to get itchy under that mask.
3: And um, do we have a poll of all the different names of all the different rooms? <laughs> uh because they were all named. It's it's like a theme, like it's like a Disney resort. I love Loved it, and it's like here's Goofy's palace, yeah. and here's here's Donald's daycare.
1: It was like a cruise. It's like how I would imagine a Cobra cruise would be. I would go on a Cobra. Cruise. I, would on a Cobra cruise. I would go on a Cobra cruise. I would go the shit
3: on a Cobra cruise. There has to be an episode of a Cobra cruise, a Cobra booze cruise. cruise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yep. Well, anywhere any cruise I'm going on is a booze cruise. <laughs> yeah. But also, it'd be a bruise cruise. <laughs> I can't oh, even get the words no. out. We just figured out bruise cruise. Blues cruise. We just figured out bruise or cruise. Blues clues. <laughs> <A> blues clues. <laughs> And who's in the in it? Sardin Entertainment Center. Tonight we featured the Cobra Cuties. The Cobra Enjoy your stay. Wait. Oh, and no tipping, please. No tipping, motherfucker.
0: That, that <laughs> yes.
3: is my
1: favorite yes. line. Yes,
3: I <laughs> forgot about the note. I apologize. I got I, a little ahead of myself. I,
1: I, I wasn't sure I heard it correctly at first, but I really think that there was probably a conversation in that writer's room where they were like, what would be like some really cool stuff if you were on a cruise? And one of those people were like, you know what? You know what I hate? When I go to these places, you're expected to tip. It's all inclusive, but you still got to tip. And they're like, "Oh, it would be sweet if you did not have to tip." <laughs> are, th- are there places
2: now where like they say, "Please don't tip our servers because we are paying them a super awesome living wage." There are restaurants that are doing that now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Cobra was And Cobra is, way way ahead of is on the, the forefront
3: on that. of that technology. I mean, yes. say what you will about Cobra, their benefits have always been fantastic. Yeah. Um, um absolutely i mean you get to you get you get friends with animals you get uh, you get to work on giant yeah. cubes. Except in underground remember, cities. some of
1: them have to work underground, and I feel like there are vitamin D level issues. I feel
3: all cobras are working <laughs> underground. That's true. That's why you become a guardsman so you can be in the building above ground.
0: But
1: I think like this place was pretty sweet. Like I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. And then it gets invaded by this asshole.
0: So mad <laughs> about it because they weren't doing. This is literally their vacations, this is their place. days off. They're, they're, uh, uh, there's only st- uh, military <laughs> yeah. stuff there. Uh, to defend uh, in case, you know, some stupid Joe's accidentally stumble in, which they do
3: accidentally find the ice dick in the middle of the Antarctic and start <laughs> rubbing it,
0: swim and hang out. But Cobra's the cuties
3: show? are there. We were asking the question before, Cobra's like, cuties. do these Cobras like do banging? Oh. And the answer is they import like Vegas dancers.
2: Oh. Can I tell you who's definitely there? Who's that? Our favorite uh, lounge singer, the the lady fra- who did satin, oh, co- satin, satin, the cobra that got away. She's no. got to be there. No, I satin don't think
3: there's a single cobras. chance that satin got her. Uh, but she on.
1: might have. She might have gone back undercover.
3: But I will say, you know, that club that she was at with the cobra dancers in the background. Oh, yeah, that's the cobra cuties, right? Yeah. That's a callback yeah. Yeah. to that. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah. Mm. No, you're right. That's what also, I, I will say, I hope that the I hope that the cobras that got their vacation interrupted. Can request an extra like two vacation days. Like if this well, was part
3: of their two, two weeks. You know they were all captured and they're all in prison now. <laughs> they're all at Gitmo. No.
4: <laughs> there was
3: a lot of captured Cobras this, uh, this episode. Yeah. Cobra surrenders at the drop of a hat in this episode. <laughs> uh, it, it, to a point where I'm uncomfortable with Cobra. <laughs> Being so wimpy. Although, to be fair though, if you caught me in my speedos at Club Med, and then you suddenly were like, I've got a gun on you, yeah, I'd probably surrender to I you. I
1: feel like these are the lowest level, though, too. I, because I, I yes. honestly feel like if you're Cobra Commander, this is the first thing you'd show to recruits. Like, oh, yeah. you're like, hey, you're brand new recruits, look at what you have look at what we have to offer. And that's why they're they're so wimpy, because they've okay. been on the job for like two days. I,
3: I don't know why they're so wimpy because they are jacked. <laughs> they're, all, yeah. they're all very mm-hmm. muscular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they're I working would... out on their face vacation
1: i would have a good time at that place so
3: well gi joe ends up attacking them and they end up getting like how many pool balls are in this goddamn r and hall Ooh. because they end up getting a slurry of pool balls thrown at them uh and then and then my favorite moment happens is they're fighting through all the wreck stuff and they end up like tying them up in a volleyball net yeah. and then the cobra's soldiers the foot soldiers start picking up hundred pound <laughs> barbells and flinging them across the room at the joe's with like with with purpose
0: <laughs> oh, this is getting heavy. That's what, lady James? <laughs> Literally,
3: the okay, the five ten pound barbells you could launch those a couple of feet, but the giant barbells. Uh, these guys got some meat on them. Why are they giving up so quickly? I think
1: it's safe to assume there are steroids in the food and the water that they are being given at this resort. Sure. Oh, man. So it's basically
3: like a uh, minor league baseball for the New York Yankees. Am I right? <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Topical
1: sports joke no. for Calder Hallbrook and no, no one else.
4: No.
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm with Chan. Give us one star reviews. reviews. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> or it could be like what happens to Bane in the Batman world.
1: All right. I like that reference a little bit better. <laughs>
2: snowpedos?
3: Is that a thing? Um, has that always been a thing? Snowpedos has not usually? been a thing. Snowpedos are apparently the most deadly thing in the entire world because Cobra's terrified of them. Can we add, can we just add snow to anything?
0: That's a, we- uh, that's a weapon of some make it sort? a thing?
1: When you said snowpedos, I was thinking of uh, of like the skimpy outfits these muscly men wear in the oh, snow. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> snow
1: speedos, so snow speedos. You, can,
3: you can see every contour of the snowballs on these guys <laughs> my first thought was when, they, when they're shooting the Snowpedos at them I'm, I, I was thinking sharknados <laughs> and I was like now that would be a yeah, that's a G.I. Joe weapon worth being afraid of <laughs> um, do we miss my favorite new cobra character who we just got introduced to <laughs> Disco club manager Cobra guy. Oh, he was
4: fantastic. Where did this
3: guy come from? Where who knows. He's brilliant. He's like the club med day manager, the day shift supervisor. Except he's like it's like he, he, they imported him right out of um uh, what do they call that club in New York? The Studio 54. Studio 54. Yeah. Oh. He's pulled right from Studio 54 and set up to run a Cobra base. Hold
0: on, let me see if I if I have his uh if I have him here.
4: We would never send you a
3: message. You you Oil sports. <laughs> you. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, he's, he's so I, I flat out love this guy.
2: I gotta say, I think he is like extremely ill suited to run like Cobra Med because he's so overwrought. I feel like you need a somebody who's just really able to <laughs> go with the flow and and compartmentalize. With... Well, uh, Calder, sorry.
3: if I can, if I can go ahead and project out right here, uh, this manager was busted in the middle of doing a lot of cocaine, uh, and GI Joe invaded right as he was like getting ready to like get all amped up Ugh. on the coke
1: I'd be so mad but
3: this dude's got like pinky rings and like he mm-hmm. is he is flared out got nice shades. like hard I can't I can't do justice I'm gonna find a picture of this guy because this guy blew my mind this is, when this I saw is
1: Ray's uh, Halloween costume next year this is
3: my dream <laughs> is, I just want to be this
1: guy have we gotten to the point where Cobra drops their weapons despite the fact that they're outnumbering the Joes it's
3: amazing they've got the Joes and they, 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 they blow out the couch no not the yeah, they blow out the couch. Uh, barbecue, Gung Ho, and Scarlet are there, and so and so they've got all the, the completely covered. There's like thirty Cobra soldiers, and then like a handful of Joes just walk in with their assault rifles. And Cobra's like, "Oh shit!" There's like five more. I'm
1: I feel like Cobra's guns were also better too. Cause, it kind of Like Lady J just has like a handgun
3: and a, and a, 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 a crossbow.
1: Oh yeah! And barbecue's
3: got a flamethrower, which doesn't do you any good if they're all the way across the room. Yeah, from you.
1: Yeah, they're they're just like, well, where are dropping them?
3: No, <laughs> no th- there was a, a moment
2: that I thought I really liked. Am I am I right? There was a moment where where uh, Lady J like uses her uh, spear to break like. Yes. oh
3: yes, yes. yes. Excuse that me, I was, I was wrong. Good. It was not Scarlet. It was Lady J yeah. down there. You're right. And she used it to break the pool table and like just destroy a the, the five pool cobras. balls.
1: The pool balls, yeah. yeah.
3: I'm just I'm speaking just random words now. <laughs> Don't like, worry that, about me. That's a pretty good break.
1: Yeah. She I, and she I did feel it with like a she spear had tip. some she had some aim.
3: She didn't have to put English on it or anything. <laughs> so they end up capturing the entire uh, cobra base right there. And then when it's all said and done, Scarlet's like, why would they call us and tell us where their base was, that doesn't make any sense. But I remember the scene before, Scarlet. It seemed to make perfect sense before you went on the mission when you put it together in your head. Yeah, now that she's less drunk. Yeah, exactly. The bath
1: salts are wearing off. I,
3: I feel like the writer of this episode felt the same way when he read the draft <laughs> the next morning.
1: Again, I will say, what are the odds that the Vipers' rates happen to be the exact coordinates of Club Med?
3: Apparently, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. high. Uh, yeah, it, I was just I was just yelling at Scarlet. I'm like, why are you why are you dick bagging this mission that worked? Uh, when when in your head beforehand it just made perfect sense. I didn't get that. So we go back to GI Joe, a firehouse mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: for Viper call number two.
1: Barbecue has a second chance to ask questions and doesn't
3: chooses not to
1: chooses uh, to not say anything. Chan,
3: do we have that call queued up? <laughs>
4: Vest. Uh, that's when I would
1: be like, "Okay, hold up, dude. Are you part of Cobra? Who, who are you trying to reach now?"
3: Click. Well, when the when the music sting happens, you can't keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that'll wrap you up that's right true. there. That's like pulling lights at an improv <laughs> show. You don't continue the scene, Gina.
2: <laughs> if, if barbecue is anything like me, phone calls make him very anxious, and he.
1: <laughs> no, this was back before people had anxiety about phone calls because phone calls were all there was.
3: I don't think that's true at all. It I is. think people are still anxious on the phone.
1: No, no. Now it's like if my phone rings, I'm like Oh no. What why why? Why when there are so many other ways to reach me <laughs> would someone be calling? But back then it was like, yeah, this is the only way someone knows I'm not dead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to be fair though, you're right. If ever I get an actual phone call instead of a text, I'm like, who's dead? Oh who's died? I just well, what happened? I just
1: don't like it. It's it just I gets just unnerving. Yeah, I just I'm not I'm not a fan.
3: You're just like how fast can I get this person off the phone before I've even answered?
1: Mostly because the only people that call me have have crazy East German accents, and they don't <laughs> specify exactly what they're calling for. Well,
3: I would question now knowing who this person is, and that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I would question knowing who this person is like, why is he calling to let him know where he's going to start wiping the windows? I will say
1: he's very conscientious, he calls three times. Uh, which, he calls four which, times. He calls da, a
3: mess. It, it,
0: yeah, he calls it's all very, four times. I feel like
1: he, this is a startup business, and he's like, ooh, I want to get a good review. I want to get a good review in the yellow page. <laughs> You're going to get some there's no, Yelp. <laughs> there's no Yelps yet, so I want, I want them to give me a real good review. I'm just going to keep calling and telling them exactly, exactly what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, he's one guy. Yeah. This is a firehouse. There's big a place. lot. It's big. He's going to have to get scaffolding. It's going to take a while. He's letting him know, look, I'm starting in this corner. If you have things to do on the other side of the house, just know I'm not okay. going to be there for a while. Yeah. I'm going to work my way around so you can plan around that.
1: Or maybe he's warning them, like, don't be naked right in front of that window. Sh- sure. At this time. I- I'm just going to say
0: again, this all began with barbecue calling him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's
3: true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, must have been yeah. thi-
0: He At some point, he should have thought, like, God damn, these windows are dirty. Didn't I?
3: That's right. I called somebody about <laughs> it. What was his name? The why? Wi- <laughs> the wiper. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, I guess I just maybe it's maybe it's just different culturally from uh, when you're in Eastern Europe. But he just calls up and he's like, "I will come." Uh, on Friday, top floor for like, I'm and then he just you. hangs up the phone. It's
1: good business practices, though. It's good. Business. Is it? I, I I think like he he is he wants to make sure that he terrifies like, the people that gonna, are working for I'm him. I'm gonna remind him, and then I'm gonna remind him again, <laughs> again, and I'm gonna remind him again, and I want them to know what my rates are in case they want to give me a good tip at the end of it.
3: You know what? Maybe he's had a problem with his business calls before that yeah. people just get everything wrong. They're not there.
1: Yeah, he shows up, and they're like, "Wait, did we? Oh." Which happens in this episode too. Uh, yes, it does. No matter how many, and he's at. I guarantee you, at the end of this episode, he's going to be like, "I, I didn't call last time, and no one expected me. Now I call, they don't know what's going on, and they bring an <laughs> army with Everyone's guns. To shoot me." It is time I move back to the old country.
4: Oh, my <laughs>
3: gracious. So uh, it takes us all the way because he's talking about West Corner, which could be reconstrued as West Point. And yet again, ah, yet ah.
1: again, this insane assumption happens to pan out.
2: Mm. And it works. Well, I'd like to solicit uh, a, geom- a geometry clarification, points and corners, synonymous
3: do they do they equal the same thing in the world of math and geometry? Th- that's what I'm asking. I, is mean, that,
1: I don't know. Yeah,
3: it's here's an the angle. deal. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Last time I did this geometry, lo- I was 13 years old. I'm not starting out.
1: today. <laughs> <laughs> the logic maybe checks out.
2: Because that's what that's the explanation we get, is that corner could also
3: mean point.
1: Well, again, uh, Scarlett,
3: who just said the last thing made no sense at all, immediately is bust back to making sense of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, and again. It pans out. I, would, I will say that based off of this episode, if I were a Joe, I would just start prank calling people and saying <laughs> random things and then assume that we would f- stumble upon the Cobras doing something bad.
3: Ring, ring, ring. Your butt's on fire.
1: Oh, my butt's on fire. That must mean we we need to go to Arizona because it's so hot, your butt gets on fire. But specifically, this latitude and longitude because that's the butt of Arizona.
3: And not just that, there's a butte a in butte. that area. A butte.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you get there, and that's. And, and Qua- there's a Cobra base. And Cobra has <laughs> captured the president. And that's where he's <laughs>
4: keeping him.
0: Neil LeBute is filming a remake of Backdraft. <laughs> that
3: joke is a butte. <laughs> uh, and yet <laughs> makes as much sense as anything we've seen so far today. Uh, so they end up going to West Point where the army brass is out there, right? Like, there mm-hmm. are, they're, they're doing a whole parade for this giant stands of, like, apparently every important military person in the country has gathered under one roof in one grandstand. Probably graduation.
0: West Point graduation. Yeah,
1: here's the thing. Even if, G.I. Joe wasn't there. Isn't this the last place you would want to attack? Thank you. All these, all (laughs) these, like really. First of all, they all just graduated, so you know they're bloodthirsty. Mm -hmm. They haven't seen combat yet, so they're like, I can't wait to kill my first man. (laughs) They're
3: rip roaring, ready to go,
1: and they are fresh out of training, so they're not fat yet. They don't have (laughs) any like PTSD. They are just ready to kill some cobras. Uh, Mm
3: -hmm. You are not wrong. I actually have written right here. This is the worst possible time, (laughs) location, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and target. You could be attacked. Yeah, yep.
1: yeah. I-,
2: I will say, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, like, in in my honest opinion, like a graduation ceremony is 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 the absolute nadir of like battle readiness, even for West Point graduates. I feel like this is the time to get at them.
0: That's a good point because high school graduation, if you gave them a test of anything they had learned that year. Um, even though you know, yeah. Even like, though it's uh, just right after finals, you still got nothing in your excuse head.
1: Excuse me. Okay. Are we all forgetting the season finale episode of Buffy? Thank you. They were well prepared on their graduation day to face <laughs> the mayor after he ascended.
2: But <laughs> I, I am not remembering that because I am not
3: having seen that. Oh. Ooh. Beyond all that, the only thing Ooh. they learned is how to punch and shoot a gun, and they seem yeah. to remember that pretty well.
1: I'll also say, like after after the Joes attacked the club med. And the club mad guys were like, oh, this sucks. You shouldn't do this. This isn't right. Then then they think it's cool to attack a graduation. I feel like they're comparable. I think there were
3: two separate plans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a Cobra's got their hands in a lot of pies, you know?
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they should, they should respect the graduation ceremony and be like, maybe family members want to take pictures. There's probably okay. some free food. We'll do it tomorrow.
3: Maybe Major Blood's there for the free food.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's not He's not being fed well because they spent all the money to make that new Club Med. That's right.
3: <laughs> they, he, did, he didn't they, get to go to Club Med. He's they, all mad about it. Yeah,
1: they slashed the craft services budget and yeah. now he needs to go and invade places <laughs> that have free food. We get a big old tank
3: battle here between like, uh, uh, like RC cars versus tanks and RC cars somehow dominate this battle what i didn't understand is the tanks go towards the grandstands. gi joe's coming from behind them roaring up and they are shooting every laser beam at the tanks and missing with most of them aren't all those laser shots going directly into the stands murdering like the entire u.s top brass of military
0: oh you mean giving them nasty tans
4: (laughs) yeah oh yeah
3: definitely or making them go sleepy time like bazooka that's right uh that was that was just I was just like that's not the time to just openly pull the trigger like in a hurry mm-hmm. is when directly behind the people you're shooting at are the most important military people in the country. Yeah.
2: Well there that's is a senator <laughs> up there and you know how people feel about Congress.
3: Sure. Yes, John McCain is there. Is uh,
0: that
1: how is that what happened to him? That's what happened to him. Oh, I, man. Sorry
0: everybody. Uh, I'm curious why none of the vehicles here have brakes. Uh, <laughs> no, none. The, ta- the first tank blows up, six tanks just plow right into the back of Whoa. them uh, one Jeep uh, uh, whatever it is beach cruiser thing blows up and another uh, one just like smacks right into the back of it the other ones have to like skid to get around them and fling <laughs> that's it everybody sweet off. moves yeah
1: that's how they're saving money that's like <laughs> we wonder every breaks. episode yeah. why G.I. Joe s- <laughs> they, spends so much cut money the and they're just like look a, a break in a car costs two thousand well, mm. dollars let's just we got to put not... more sky strikers
3: up because fucking Ace well to be fair. Tanks could get up to a maximum, what, 12 miles an hour? So once they get rolling, you can't stop those things.
1: The weirdest part of the scene to me is when Scarlet is cornered and then goes, look out behind you. And then he's like, I'm not falling for that. But then there is someone behind him. Five cadets. And I was like, why would she legitimately warn him?
3: Well, how about how about when he when he traps her when she gets flung out of the car and his response is tough luck my beauty yeah like who are you like that's <laughs> that's the thing I would expect maybe like a, like a crimson twin to say or something you don't rank high enough to get to get banter yeah
1: but then I do I do like at some point how like the horny West Point cadets who have probably oh, not Jesus. had sex in a long time yeah that is
0: so naive like
1: lo- look at that look at her and they're like what Ho- oh
0: yeah oh, hold no, on yeah. Get on that I actually have yeah, that pulled the line. Wow, that's some kind
1: of soldier. If I was Scarlet, I'd be getting so much West Point dick after this. Oh Jesus,
0: oh, yeah, Lordy,
3: like, you're going to that party afterwards? Just a bunch yeah. of nineteen-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> oh, she is pulling a train of gold, is what she's doing. <laughs> And how about uh, the Scarlet? If you could pull this one, too. When Scarlet uh, punches the dude, the sound effect that happens at this moment, there is, is one of the most some of the most bizarre sound effects I've heard in any G.I. Joe in, episode. In
0: all caps, I have written whack noise really? because I have the same. <laughs> issue. It is like somebody getting hit that. with a machete
3: in the <laughs> face. Yeah. It's 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 graphic. It's it's, it's disturbing. <laughs> That's that her one. punching a
1: dude. <laughs> so yes. her fist is a gunshot, basically. That is, no,
3: that's a Mary
0: Melody's... That's some Looney Tune shit right there. <laughs> it's
3: like an anvil just dropped on somebody's
1: yeah. head. Or like mm. when they pull out the big mallet and hit, hit someone on the face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, okay. And once again, uh, uh, Cobra just surrenders. <laughs> yep. All well, of them. To be fair, though, they all... Again, worst possible attack yeah. ever because they turn around and there are 900 <laughs> military people with guns... Mm-hmm. Surrounding them. They've,
0: they they have surrender, and they're still uh cocking their guns. <laughs> the noise continues. And they're like, oh, okay, we surrender. Because they're so goddamn... Well, you want to
3: take the last one out of the chamber, and you want to take out the <laughs> ammo before you put it out... Because somebody yeah, could gotta, get hurt, you got to
0: disassemble it while I- you're there, because...
1: I guarantee you, one of those West Point cadets shot someone that day. <laughs> I guarantee you, and Just then, went and home and th- shot somebody. No, no, like I guarantee you, at some point, he, like they did it, and then, and then, yeah. they, and it, then, all what? of West Point was like, "We'll overlook this."
0: Yeah, like, are there still cobras? Are there still cobras? Bang, bang, bang! Oh, Jerry!
3: <laughs>
1: That'll <laughs> teach that you bad? to fuck
3: my
0: wife, <laughs> Jerry. That,
1: that bad? <laughs> oh, in this scenario, Jerry got shot.
3: Oh, sorry. So we go back to G.I. Joe. D- yes. Oh, I I, yeah. th-
2: I, I. I. At one point, one of the. Uh, it's the standoff where the, the Cobras have not surrendered, and one of them says something like, You'd have to have us outnumbered 10 to 1.
3: Correct. And,
2: mm-hmm. and then they're like, Oh, how about 50 to 1?
3: Boom. <laughs> Boom. 10 to 1, not strong enough. 50 to 1, go F yourself.
1: Also, we just saw a scene where the Cobras outnumbered the Joes, and they still. They so still re- resign. They're
3: sur- they're outnumbered, they <laughs> surrender. They they out themselves outnumber also surrender. Mm-hmm. If it's an even fight, <laughs> definitely surrender.
1: I am thinking that they're just lazy at this point.
3: Well they, again, I be- these are all cobra regular like rank and file soldiers. These guys are these are the lowest line of cobra people. They're the ones that you almost don't even prosecute. You yeah. just sort of you sort of it's like the low gang member selling the drugs on the street. You're just trying to get the leaders. You don't even want that guy. Yeah. Uh, so moves on to viper call number 3 everybody.
1: Chad, you got that one for us? Why not? This time they actually do ask a question. Yes. I was proud of them. I've had it with phones today.
4: Hello? The Viper is coming tomorrow. Top floor first. Who are you?
3: And the music sting. So you're done.
1: He said goodbye that time. Goodbye. He's
3: very polite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They teach you that in your Romanian castle.
1: He's probably like, he probably hung up and he's talking to his wife and he's like, I don't get it. What doesn't she understand? Except I just did a Jewish accent. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. What doesn't she understand? When I I I'm mean, on the phone. I, I'm, from, I'm from Transylvania. Should uh, I bring <laughs> bagels
3: when we go? They might
1: be hungry.
2: <laughs> I really love the, the shot on her as she is hearing this, uh, like, uh, earth-shaking information, and and the frame
3: is like inside her (laughs) eyelid. That's right. (laughs) That is true. Uh, I thought when you sent me that, you sent me a picture of it, and I thought it was Eon Flux for a second. I thought it was going to be a fly (laughs) stuck in Scarlet's... Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. like
1: eyeball things, guys. (laughs) So
3: Scarlet once again figures out, oh, well, top floor first, the extensive Enterprise building is the tallest building in the
1: world. In the world. In the world? This Mm -hmm. is the thing that's happening. I
3: want to say, like, when when we
2: get inside the elevator, you can... There's a number on every button. Correct. the, The biggest number I could see was eight. 80. <laughs> 80 is how
3: many floors the extensive Enterprise building is. So now we know how many floors the Crimson Twins can fall on poles. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or just cut loose and fall into a dumpster. Yeah. So now, remember that scene before where they 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 knocked the Crimson Twinsman out and he falls in the dumpster oh, next yeah. to the building? We now know that they knocked him off the tallest building <laughs> literally in the world. So you're
1: right. He should have died. He
3: should have died is all I'm saying. <laughs> From before, nothing to stop him right there. So... Okay, this is just uh, you guys are gonna have to talk me through this because we cut to Destro prison raping Major Blood, Tomax and Zaymots and t- clothes are in tatters. The room is destroyed. W- was that Destro or were
0: I they? Did he walk no in at
1: the wrong idea. time? I have no idea what is happening. <laughs>
0: I feel like the uh, the Joes assaulted the top floor, just like you know, uh, while the Joes Bill did it, just started yeah, like launching uh, ordnance at them. But just there were no holes in
3: the, the wall yet because we get a fresh hole blown in the wall later. There is a fresh hole but if you look
0: from the outside okay. it's already uh damaged I think.
1: So like why that? are they why this is a private business why are they yeah. just opening fire on it? I was it say then? this yeah. must like this must be against the Geneva conventions or something. See, just I w- just go in and Yeah. And I was start under the torturing. impression
3: that Destro like did it this whole thing cuz he was pissed off trying to find out who the the Viper is himself I, I, and it just mm-hmm. got weirdly sexual because he's ripping the clothes off of the Crimson Twins.
1: I had no idea. I thought that Tomax and Zaymot were about to do a a play of lord of the flies or something <laughs> like i was like why are their pants like why are they wearing like short their pants, pants are torn to pieces it made no sense
3: i i was i was just i was i just i i don't know
0: i mean maybe maybe it was a sex game <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just walked in on them and like and by the way uh now that i've just pulled out um what do you know about this whole viper thing <laughs> yeah
1: Oh, also like how so okay I guess it does pan out that they know about the viper because they said it to the club med guy. Right. Who they then captured.
3: I was trying to figure out how they knew about it either but
1: uh, oh well. You got to figure
3: club <laughs> med guy escaped.
1: Yeah, or or else they have like microphones in the in the dick snow.
3: In the mm. in the in the ice stick, yeah, in the, yeah, snow in the ice stick. Oh my goodness! Well, okay. So GI Joe decides we're just going to go in this building, and this is private property once again. This is a this is a business, yep. yeah. And they just literally decide we're going to climb the outside of it. We're going to send helicopters around the top of it, and we're just going to send people in to just go to the top floor.
1: At some point, there is an explosion, literally on top of Destro.
3: Yes.
0: Like, mm-hmm. it
1: happens, and he yeah. is in the middle of it, and he yeah. should be mangled and, and he's dead. Surrounded
0: by flames in his head, and, like, the the shoulders are just, like, being propelled forward. Yeah. Correct. It
1: happens, like, it happens, like, an inch from him. This mm-hmm. is why
3: he wears the
0: headpiece. <laughs> <laughs> to Which protect would, him. Let me,
1: let me tell you something. If you're wearing a metal mask, and you're in the middle of flames, Not, that's going to no, melt your face no off. Good.
3: No good. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> the heat would probably be very extreme. Yeah,
1: you, you're going to... You're going to burn the skin off of your face. And so uh, G.I.
3: Joe, uh, this was weird, too, because the guys go up in the es- in the elevator and then they get gassed. They get, yeah. And then all of a sudden we cut to Breaker just listening to something. And I assume <laughs> it's because everybody can talk to everybody. They would just know, like, psionically. Like, they would just know. But instead, like, they listen to Breaker and he says, uh, something went wrong. Go in. And Roadblock goes in with, like, 50 Joe's guns ablaze into an empty lobby. <laughs> Yeah. Or, an, or the old man who turns out to be Zartan right, but they is working know in security, that. but they don't know that. So they're I'm just going sure they in to murder. Every, again, this is a private business. And all mm-hmm. they heard was audio of them like, for all we know, like the elevator just got stuck for a second and they got jostled around. Okay,
1: here's the thing. Everything in the G.I. Joe universe would make sense if it takes place in the Matrix, and the <laughs> only ones that know that they're in the Matrix are the Joes. Are the Joes themselves. Because then anything that they do... They're not really doing to people.
3: Oh, okay. So when they just murder everybody at this business. Right, right. When, when <laughs> Willie the Night Repairman gets gunned down by 20 Joes barging in.
1: Yeah, which, by the way, what is Zartan even doing there at this point? <laughs>
3: Work in security.
1: Like, was he just like, I'll hang out here and see how this plays out? Or did the twins hire him? Like, what is going on?
3: I think he got demoted by Cobra Commander. I think he's fucked up so many missions. They were just like, Can you at least pretend to be a night watchman? <laughs> and he's like, he took it literally. He kills it. <laughs> oh, the one job he does right, aside from when he played Zartan on that movie set, is right now.
1: Yeah, he's the only guy in this episode that anyone should respect because he's the only one that does not immediately re- just surrender.
3: Well, no, because because I mean, we have the moment when okay, so a big gunfight happens. They start, they missile, they blow up the entire top floor. There's a mountain climbing callback, which I appreciate as a writer, uh-huh. is the mm-hmm. fact they c- pulled back foot loose climbing with Alpine. <laughs> And and and, uh, uh, and then all the Cobra soldiers are like, well, okay, we're gonna surrender again. And Zartan's like, we will. I will never surrender. And then he goes and he blends into the wall. And the Cobra trooper looks right at him and goes, Ah, eh, good for you, asshole. We can't blend into the wall like you can.
4: I mean,
1: he he makes a good point, but at the same time, at least Zartan didn't surrender. Uh, no. Maybe those dudes should have taken some blending in classes. Well, oh, and then the previous scene,
3: Major Blood escaped from that, and there were 500 mm-hmm. cadets mm-hmm. circling him. He doesn't blend into walls.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: He it, just did it. Is it really helpful to blend yourself into the wall
2: in a room where there are just lasers flying all over? <laughs> yes, apparently.
3: I mean, he, I lasers mean, can't kill you. Yeah, established. And, and
1: everyone's a terrible shot. So. Oh,
3: and Destro's Scarlet O'Hara rip. Yeah. What was that? That was, that was amazing. I
1: enjoyed. Adjo- I enjoyed that actually, and was I a, I enjoyed her response to it.
3: Her becoming Scarlet O'Hara, yeah. and the, she's she in her brain must be thinking, "I'm about to die. Better get off this sweet Scarlet O'Hara, Gone with the Wind blast <laughs> before I go." I'll Hold tell on. you this: she knows how to yes and. Yeah, That's correct. It's That's true. <laughs>
1: you're the little
0: old viper. No. <laughs> Destro
3: yeah. breaks the scene immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, not yes-handing you. <laughs>
0: Although this does uh, lend a little more credence to the idea that they've walked into some role-playing, and you're like, you know... <laughs>
1: And he's still in it. uh, I'm Red Butler,
0: and I'm going to savage you, my dear. My dear, Scarlet. Except in the case uh, Major Blood was uh, Scarlet (laughs) before she
3: came in. Very unwilling.
1: I kind of want (laughs) to see, like, I kind of want Destor to keep this bit going for all remaining episodes. Like, every time he sees her, he keeps it going or tries to find out or tries to come up with other Scarlet puns. (laughs)
4: Like
3: Miss Scarlet from Clue? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so also uh, Scarlet, I have a fever. <laughs> I knew he would. Oh jeez, uh, we got the Crimson Twins dead to rights here. Mm-hmm. They are fi- they are in not in their GI Joe combat uniforms. They're in their suits with guns, shooting upon GI Joe in their <laughs> own building with Cobra, and yet can't get arrested. I what mean, do these guys have to do to get in trouble with the law? This is real life.
1: I mean, this is like this is like our our own politicians these days, you guys. Am I right? <laughs>
2: Uh, Extensive extensive Enterprises is too big to fail.
3: Yeah, they're the original HSBC funding terrorism, and nobody can do anything about
1: it. I think if we saw Donald Trump in this exact same scene, there would be a lot of Americans being like, he was defending his building after those military men busted in.
3: Somehow Donald Trump, too cartoony for this episode of (laughs) G.I. Joe, though. I wouldn't believe him. (laughs) In this episode, uh, so we're, we're running a little bit longer, so um, let me just fast forward, if I may.
1: Wait, don't forget that good old Wild Bill shows up, Excuse
3: though. me. Good old Wild Bill you just starts on missling and massacring <laughs> yeah. the entire top floor of a private business, I'll point Love out again, him. Love him. Uh, blows a hole in the wall, and the place is already destroyed. Now it's double destroyed triple destroyed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and alpine and footloose jump in and and so the the three joes once again are pinned down behind some couches and filing cabinets and and a bunch of cobras just kind of walk in there and they start a big firefight but alpine and footloose jumping in and standing straight up next to them and not in cover whatsoever (laughs) immediately makes all the cobras (laughs) surrender (laughs) oh two more joes enter the fight you know what i'm out
1: I, I surrender. They probably heard horrible things about them. Like th- those are the guys that they're like, oh, those are the ones that like rape and kill your family.
3: Oh, Alpine has that Sonic yodel, and <laughs> I, uh, you know, I've only got two weeks on the job left. I have I'm sensitive
1: years. Not- <laughs>
2: I think this is kind of like a variation on the like you know when you want to leave a party or something and like one of the tactics is like you identify someone and you say to yourself when they leave
3: I will leave. Okay.
1: I don't understand. I don't get this, but I feel I, like it's I could see you doing it. Yeah.
3: No, I I, I, I get what you're saying. I've read this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and so like maybe the thing is like when you're one of the cobras you say to yourself well, I really want to quit. <laughs> But I need like a, <laughs> I really I need like a, like a sliver
3: more justification. So you're like when three more Joe show. Oh, I was thinking to myself, okay, when that Cobra soldier surrenders, <laughs> that's when I'm gonna surrender, and that makes it okay. But I'm not gonna do it until he does it, because then I'm a dick. Yeah, but it's the same in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a, it's mm-hmm. a variation. Yeah. So we get to finally Viper call number four, uh, Chan. We've been listening to all the other <laughs> ones. Might as well fire this one up too. <sighs> There you go. He'll be here noon today. Be ready. Be uh-huh. ready. And so for this this <laughs> one guy, that, we don't know who he is. They bring out literally every single Joe. They get retired Joes. They get all the military. They get all the cadets. They've got they've got gun emplacements set up outside the firehouse. Mm-hmm. And there's just like the most tense minute ever.
1: I like to think that uh, elsewhere in the world, a horrible disaster was happening. That none yeah. of the Joes were at because they were protecting uh, the fire station. That is correct. The fire station in Boston. This is when nine eleven happened, you guys. Oh my goodness! That's what they were like. All right. Well, we have some intel that there might be a terrorist but, all attack. All right,
0: I remember <laughs> September eleventh, nineteen
3: eighty five. That was horrible. <laughs> Uh, Meanwhile, like, Duke and Flint have now joined the episode. We have every high-ranking Joe official (laughs) has decided to not take part in this entire episode until right now. I'm
1: telling you, they were called back from a mission for this.
3: That's right. They were right about to catch Cobra Commander. They had him pinned against a wall. He had nowhere to run to, in the phone rings. Be like, oh, I'm sorry, hold on. The Viper? At a Boston firehouse? I... Okay, Cobra Commander, go ahead. We got to get out of here.
1: I really hope that Barbecue spent like two weeks in solitary confinement after this happened. Well, it's not his fault. It is absolutely his fault. As Calder has pointed out many times, he's he has at <laughs> some point set up this appointment okay and clearly he just forgot
3: <laughs> yes but scarlet's the one who's been the one jumping to every single conclusion about it barbecue's probably like we could let it go it's probably not a big deal i mean but he,
1: he's the one who clearly forgot that you're, he you're set up wrong. that he set up a meeting at some point to get his windows washed with a guy who had a weird accent
3: he could have used a service for the record
1: They didn't have that back then, Ray.
3: Listen, I want to believe. (laughs) And so the big reveal happens after the most tense moment, minute of G.I. Joe history. An old man wearing overalls and like a farmer's hat comes. Mr. Mr.
4: Barbecue. I'm Barbecue. I'm the Viper. I've come to wipe your windows. 575 an hour. I start on west corner top floor first oh
1: i'm not gonna lie the last thing i the last thing i wrote was i wish he ripped off his face and it was just a mask and he was a suicide bomber that killed all the jokes oh my god (laughs) that's so dark I wanted it to not be that. I wanted him to be like, psych, boom!" Psych. And then like, this is how he got all of the G.I. Joes in one place.
3: Literally every Joe is here. Yeah. Why does Cobra not pick this moment to attack one well-placed rattler strike and you've destroyed G.I. Joe? I'm
1: I'm saying all they needed to do was uh, uh, intercept that window washer replace him with Zartan, or better yet, the Baroness, she could show up and be like, I'm oh, here yeah. to fashion and Vipe your windows, and then they would be like, oh, phew, all right, weapons down, it's just some old window washer. And then she just takes out one giant laser beam and laser beams all their heads off. It
3: sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, I, the weird part here is the fact that the Viper actually joins the Joes now, because <laughs> that's the rule. Mm-hmm. If you show up and help defeat Cobra, which he has done, you become a Joe.
1: He's already got his co- Joe code name.
3: He's got his code name, the Viper. Yeah, which is weird. I guess you have snake eyes already, so you already have a snake themed. That's true.
0: Yeah, it's, the, the
4: seal's yeah. been broken. I feel
3: on like there. you would actually call him the Viper. You call him the
0: Viper. Yeah. The Viper. Yeah, because oh. it's just an accent thing. That's,
3: no, that's gross.
4: <laughs> like <laughs> you don't
0: you, you don't call him uh, you don't. You don't call him ba. It, 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 it's not written barbecue. On, on, uh, <laughs> it should on be maybe the, it should hard barbecue. Can I say my
2: my favorite thing that happens with uh, the wiper in this in this scene is that he says Mister Barbecue and and is like I'm barbecue and I and I love it because it's like please Mister
3: Barbecue, <laughs> Mister <Mr. laughs> Barbecue is my, my dad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, call me hibachi. So. <laughs> Gina, I'll ask a question. I think I know the answer. Did we pass the Bechtel test?
1: Uh, we did not. I think we did. Wait, I, what? There, there, there was both Scarlet and Lady J were in this episode, but I do not recall them talking to one. There
3: was one scene where Lady J turns to Scarlet and, and says something like, uh, 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 "What's that Cobra plan?" And Scarlet's specifically to Lady J first. She's like, I, "I, I don't know what the plan is," and then continues to address the rest of the Joes. Hmm. I saw it in there as an actual moment. Uh, of Bechdel test pass in this episode.
1: Hmm, I'd have to go back and look because I don't recall that moment.
3: You know what? We'll figure it out for the know your Joe. Yeah, I am pretty sure though that looking back on it, this is a Bechdel test pass in this episode. Hmm. I will put it out there. Chan looks at me skeptically, but I uh, I will find it and I will I will let you know.
1: I admit I do not remember, but I wrote fail. But I don't, I remember that scene, but I can't remember if there was any direct contact. Okay,
3: fair enough. We'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll update this in a moment. But uh, in the meantime, that is today's episode. Please go on iTunes, give us five stars. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash knowing us half the podcast. Let us know if we passed the Bechtel test uh, for my sake, so I don't have to look it up because I'm really lazy. You know,
0: (laughs) I really feel like given Ray's lack of effort in this episode, (laughs) You should go to iTunes and give us a one-star review.
3: How dare you, Chan? Let him know
0: that this is unacceptable behavior. What did I do? One (laughs) star is how you tell him. (laughs) Shape up or ship out.
3: Now I'm sad. Thanks, (laughs) Chan. Thank you so much, Calder Holbrook, for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, uh, Calder, how can people find you online? Oh, they can find me on Twitter at Calder Holbrook. Oh, there you go. How about you guys? I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And uh, that's the Viper. Check us out next Wednesday for our next Know Your Joe. If we missed anything, go to Facebook and let us know about it. Until then, the Viper is coming. The Viper already came, right? The Viper has gone
0: (laughs) away. The Viper came. The Ice Dick came. Everybody
3: came this episode. They kind of did, huh? Destro came. (laughs) Yeah, I did. All over. To the point where it exploded the room. Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, that guy might want to see a doctor. <laughs> Good night everybody.